Hello, everyone. This is your host, Mohana Del Sheikhi. And this is your host, Hannah Wright. And this is You Could Do That on Television, the podcast where we talk about all the insane reality TV shows from the 2000s that you could not make today. Yes. And uh, today we're going to be talking about the real world. But before we do that, we're going to talk about our real world and just catch up <laughs> for a bit. That's wow. That was a great transition. I, I was know, like, how's he, what's he doing? <laughs> I've been training. I've been working on it. <laughs> How are you, yeah. Mohanad? We we saw each other last night. So just a, a brief check-in. How are you doing? Mohanad and I did shots last night, you guys. That is yeah. <laughs> our our life update in our real world. Yeah, we did we did we did shots. They were fun. Um uh, I love I love when they offer them for uh for free after a show. I'm, I'm always gonna be at Union Hall from now on. Yeah, is that what happens when you're a comedian at Union yes. Hall? Nice. Yes, it's people. They always offer free shots, which I I love because I always have no plans of drinking until they're like free shots. I'm like I'm not gonna Same. say just no to something free. I was ready to go home, and then I did two shots, and I was like. I want to party all night, but then I went home and went to bed immediately. <laughs> My God, no! If it's no. free, if it's free, and if other people are doing it, I fi- I cannot resist like yeah a shot or like just anything in the world. Like my FOMO is so bad. I like didn't want a shot at all. But <laughs> I know because I'm like, what if this is the best shot to be ever had? Exactly. What if what, what if, if this is yeah. the shot that will change my life? Yeah, because we were like, we were in a big group. We were there to see our friends' stand up show, and everyone was doing it. <laughs> exactly. And by the way, if my mom is listening to this, obviously we're talking about orange juice here. I, yeah, oh, yeah uh, of course. <laughs> yeah. I'm t- we're talking gotta... about like a shot of like vitamins like injected into us. Exactly. Yeah. I don't, or I don't know why would anyone assume it's something different. And if you did, <laughs> that's on you. You know, and if you're not our moms, I did one of tequila and one of whiskey, which is a chaotic decision, especially for a Wednesday night. You know what's is funny? It, it, yes, it was a Wednesday night, which is like, what are sure we even was. doing outside at midnight? I know it really, it really, yeah, hammers home on the degenerate, unemployed comedy writer life we're living. <laughs> I while I was leaving, one of uh someone was like, "Hey, are you leaving now?" And I'm like, "Are you are you going home now?" And I'm like, "I should not have left my home to begin with. What are you even talking about?" <laughs> like they were staying, someone was staying out later. Yeah, I'm like, no, I don't want to hang out. I'm done. Yeah. I have been it's done. Bedtime. I've been done. Like the show was so much fun, but at the so same much time, fun. yeah, I was it like, started I home. at my bedtime. The show started Literally. at my bedtime. Like yeah. 10 p.m., I'm in bed at 9.30. Wow. I didn't know you were living like that. Well, it's like I get into bed, and then I have, like, have some scrolling through TikTok time scheduled. Yeah. And then yeah. I usually okay. i am like eyes closed. And sometimes I read a book, but most of the time it's yeah. TikTok. Eyes closed 10.30. Yeah. I'll say this. You know what? I, like, I have a time where I, like... I don't sleep early, but I do have a time when I'm like, oh, I prefer to be home right now. It's just about the concept of being home and laying down, even if I'm not sleeping. Yeah. And for me, that's every night on a weeknight. Yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. I'm just like, I just want to be home right now. I want to be home with my cats. Why the fuck am I outside? It's mm-hmm. cold. There are a lot of people. <laughs> it's like the Any, option yeah. is very clear. Yeah. Like go home. If there's any amount of weather whatsoever, if it's below 45 degrees, I got to be I'm, home. I, yeah. I'm kind of done with the weather, to be honest. I Really? I am starting to feel spring in the air maybe it's delusion but i was walking down the street today and i was like spring's coming eventually i mean i mean it's better you know what as long as it's not windy i'm fine yes yes agreed i think the wind really fucks it up the wind just makes it fucking hell yeah uh yeah but but yeah i uh How how are you feeling this morning I'm I'm feeling just fine, honestly. I mean, I, I didn't yeah, w- I wasn't I wasn't hungover at all. I was expecting to be a little bit, but it was a big victory moment to wake up and be like, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. No, I I no, I woke up fine. But at the same time, it's just like one of those things where you like wake up and you're like, what do what do I have to do today? And then five seconds later, it all hits you. Hmm. And it's all like, oh my god, I have so much to do today, and I don't want to do it. And then I end up staying in bed for like an hour uh, more because I'm like trying to delay the inevitable, which I'm is doing, doing stuff. stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's just like God. And I'm like, I'm doing calculations in my head. I'm like, okay, I need to do, I need to do some writing. I need to watch this. I need to do that. And mm-hmm. I start like trying to schedule time in my head. I'm like. Okay, if I do it that way, I can still have an extra hour of sleep. Even though I do not need an extra hour of sleep, I'm awake. Yeah. I'm fine. But there's nothing better than waking up and then going back to bed for like an hour. It is the best. I mean, I'll say this. I remember when I uh, was in school. Oh, my God. I used to... uh, I used to set my alarm like an hour or two hour early just so I can wake up and be like, mm-hmm. yes, and go yes. to bed. I, too, play those psychological mind games with myself because it's it just hits different to like 7 a.m., 8 a.m. Be like, oh, I woke up and yet I don't have to be up yet. Back to sleep. I know. And then it's, you sleep the hardest yes. you've ever slept. I agree. Oh my! I I truly cannot believe that we used to go to school so fucking early. Like, what? What was that? I know. And work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you know that's why I'm like, people are like, oh yeah, you can you can change and become a morning person if you just like you know have a habit of waking up early. I'm like, but I did that for school every day for months, and I never became a morning person. What are you talking no. about? Right. Oh my god, that's so true. Like, you get yeah. used to it, but you never prefer it or like it. Exactly. And I'm sleepy all day at school and or at work. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. stop lying. Yeah, I still go yeah. to sleep early. I go to sleep. It's just like my mind is not wired that way. I'm like, I'm not trying to wake up afternoon, but at the same time, I'm not trying to wake up at 7 or 6.30. That's insane. Right. I know. And I'll, I'll never be a go to the gym in the morning before the day person. Like... I wish I could be, but that is the most like impulse. Anytime I've like, I've planned to do it many times and set my alarm and been like, yeah, I'm going to like get it out of the way. It's going to feel so good. I have the whole rest of the day. And then you wake up and you're like, it's dark out. 
I'm absolutely not going to the gym right now. I literally, yes, I have done it. I woke up early. I even like set my gym clothes aside, like by the bed. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you gotta sleep in them to every... like <laughs> exactly. And still, shoes on. And still, and I'll say this, I have done that. Like where I like actually like woke up and went to the gym, mm-hmm. like super early, and then like started the day, and then took a shower, and then guess what happened after that? I fell asleep. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Like, I fell asleep on the couch because I'm like, I'm not made like that. Yeah. You know? I feel like people who wake up early just wake up early. That's just like... And I read this, like, Vice or whatever, like, article that uh, about, like, morning people and, like, night owls and stuff like that. And it was literally, like, it's just a... It's a it's genetic thing. It's just your thing. natural circadian yeah. rhythm. Exactly. Like, there's thinking, literally nothing yeah. you can do about it. As you get older your body just wakes up earlier and earlier naturally and you get you go to yeah. sleep earlier and earlier like our parents i feel like they wake up super early um but we're just like babies so yeah <laughs> we're not no, there yet yeah exactly yeah so i'm just like stop and i'll wake up if i have something i'm excited for yeah like if i if i'm i'm traveling somewhere like i'm like looking forward to or like i have like meeting with friends i'm like i'm excited to meet like i'll wake up but i would just like right. you know just to just to wake up just to start the day as part of my life cycle i'm not excited about that i'm not excited about the concept <laughs> of the life cycle not excited for just an- another day of life yeah <laughs> that's so sad no but yeah, yeah. <laughs> god no god i saw I, I was reading this thing where someone was like you know what you do i wake up every day i wake up every morning and i look at my partner and i say do you know what's today today is the best day of our lives no it's not i, I hate them whoever if, those people if, are if if my partner looked at me and said this is the best day of our lives i'm like leave the house right now like this why are you here this <laughs> this is the best <laughs> like are this you taking the... me to six flags like why <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need to be on a roller coaster all day you, for it to get you, up there. <laughs> yeah. Did you figure out how I can get away from paying taxes and you're going to teach me yeah. or what? Yeah. Or, or are you just going to make coffee and just like sit there and make just like wonder? a ton of delicious chocolate chip pancakes. And now we're going to like hop on a private jet and go to a Caribbean Island. Exactly. If, if, if it's not any of these things, then it is not, I mean, it's not the worst day of our lives, but it's just a day in our lives. It's literally, that's that's what it is. We don't know yet. You can't say yeah. that when you wake up. Yeah. You know You know what? I, uh, what if, what if every day that you woke up, uh, there was a camera in your face filming you around New York City? <laughs> just... <laughs> Just try, like, you know, just kind of, like, following what you do in every day, in your everyday life. Would that be huh. something that you would like? I don't would know. Would that be I a show that, would... that you you think people would watch? I think that, you know, what it would do is it would make me stop being polite and start getting real. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Boom. Transition. Okay, Tran- so transition. We yes. we watched the real world this week. We watched the first episode ever of season one, which was in 1992. So excuse us for branching out of our normal 2000s 
era, yeah. but obviously the show continued well within the 2000s. It lasted for 33 seasons. Yes. From 1992 to 2017. I didn't really realize it wasn't still on. I kind of thought it was just like a staple of life. Um, but yeah, obviously it was on MTV. Longest running show in MTV history. One of the longest running reality shows of all time. And it's credited with launching the modern day reality TV genre. Like it was kind of the yeah. first, the first of its kind. Yeah. Which is and fascinating. Back to you, yeah. Back to your, what, what you were saying, the intro of it was so funny to me because they always started by saying, this is a true story of seven strangers picked, picked to live in a to house. live in a house work together and have their lives taped to find out what happens when people stop being people polite stop being polite and start getting real i never watched the real, the real world, world yeah, and i know that from like by heart like that's that, so it was funny. such a culturally like important show that like that's just like memorized in my brain <laughs> that is so, and i think i, I watched I, like uh, a handful of episodes here and there but like i wasn't like i wasn't watching it when it was on at the time as a baby at first. <laughs> I mean, 1992. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, 92 for sure. I think I watched like a 2003 or four season here and there, just like sitting in my parents' kitchen. But also it was really funny. I was looking at the Wikipedia page for the show. And so as I'm sure everyone knows, every season of the real world, they go to a different city and everyone lives mm -hmm. in that city, just in a house and like works in the city, blah, blah, blah. And so, like, they would call the seasons, like, real world, New York, real world, Chicago, real world, Dallas. And so there was just a list of all the seasons on Wikipedia. And I was just reading through them. And it's like, okay, so it goes, real world, Brooklyn, real world, Cancun, real world, New Orleans, real world, San Diego, real world, Las Vegas. And then all of a sudden, real world skeletons. <laughs> what? And I was like, what? <laughs> and there's two. There's a real world explosion. And real world skeletons, and they were season like twenty something, and I was like, I'm clicking that, and I just pictured it being all skeletons. <laughs> and it but wasn't. It, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a spooky Halloween season. It was like every week, someone from your past, someone from one of the cast members' pasts, shows mm. up and has to live in the house for that week, and it's like a skeleton in your closet or something. Which uh, did they fun... did they do real world outside of the states as, at all? Yes, yeah, I know they did London. I'm sure they did other places too. Yeah, it would be funny if if they only do it at like Delta hubs or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, we... <laughs> they're working on those flyer miles. Exactly. We just have yeah, we just have a contract with the with the with Delta, so we're just gonna go wherever Delta takes us. Yeah, yeah, we go to Atlanta a lot. <laughs> oh my god! No, I feel I feel like they should. Yeah, they should have like made it like more. Like they should have added more cities. Like I would watch Real World Baghdad. You know? Yeah, yeah. But I wonder <laughs> if because so for the first season, almost everyone already lived in New York. They had one girl come who was from Alabama. But in the future seasons, I feel like everyone was kind of coming from everywhere, right? And then they're just yeah. like in San Diego together in a house. Yeah. You know, this was you very know, much I'll, like. I'll say this uh, uh, because, yeah, the first season takes place in New York. I was watching it and I was like, hell yeah, I love New York. 
Yeah. Same. I was excited that it was in New York. Yeah. I'm like, I just love also like that the city, like it changed, but hasn't changed much. Yeah. Yeah. From 1992. It's literally like the same. Like, like, I I guess like when I say this, like not just like how would the city spell, just like people's behavior and just like. Like and, and and we will get to this, but it's so funny because like yeah, like there was like uh, this one scene at the subway station where the <gasps> station where this yeah where the uh, subway stopped and they had to leave at a different station, and then the girl from Alabama tried to get her uh, token back or get her money back, and everyone was like, mm-hmm. "You're not gonna get your money back." Yeah, and I was like, was... "Wow, thirty <laughs> years later." Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, we paid for the train ride and it broke down and didn't work. So obviously I should get my money back. And they were like, girl, don't even bother. (laughs) I know. I'm I'm glad that never changed. Yeah, yeah. No improvements. (laughs) Other than just we use Apple Pay now. (laughs) Remember remember during the lockdown when they, uh, when the city of New York said, okay, you know, because there's a disease now we're gonna start washing the uh, subway cars three times a week, and it's like, what did you do before? Yeah, they're like, we're gonna clean them. <laughs> we're gonna take this opportunity that no one can take the train. We're gonna clean them for the first time, and maybe <laughs> fix stuff about them, like make them run properly. <laughs> like, great, uh. <laughs> do that. <laughs> and yeah, now so- everything is perfect and gorgeous. <laughs> On the New York City subway. I know. And also, so obviously we did not watch the full season, but uh, we watched the first episode. And like you said, <laughs> six people are from, they're not from New York, but they've been living in in New York for a while. Yeah, they're all kind of like artisty transplants who came to New York to like make yeah. it. Yeah. That's why when it, when when it started, I was like, honestly, this just feels like it's going to be a season about Julie from Alabama coming to I New know. York City. She got a big old intro package in the beginning of the episode. And I was like, are they going to do this for everyone? Because that's going to be the whole episode. Yeah. We're like 10 minutes in and we're still introducing Julie, who was the fish out of water character. And she was coming from Birmingham, Alabama. She was 19. And yeah, we just got a lot of backstory about like her and her dad. Her dad being like a very like conservative, like mean man. Yeah. <laughs> and I also She's love kind of... that that she said that my dad wants me to be a computer operator, and I was like, "What yeah, does what that mean?" What is that? I wondered. I wrote a question mark for that because I was like, "What is a computer operator as like, a job?" Do you, I'm yeah, like, operating do you go... a computer right now. Yeah, do you go to the office and just like turn all of them on before it <laughs> yeah, starts work? Yeah, who knows? Who knows the 1992 computer yeah. like job opportunities? <laughs> and like. Ex- yeah, because also like respectfully, I did not know that 1992 had computers. And in my head, I was like, "Yes, it did." No, well, because obviously, I didn't have a computer until like I was like ten or something, or like 11. in your house at all. Yeah, we didn't have one. Uh, I mean, my parents didn't really need one, I guess, for whatever they do. And but then mm-hmm. I was like old enough, and they got one, and uh, and I was like, "Oh, they just invented this for me." Yeah, yeah, of course. No, I think uh, I had one yeah. from like three or four, but they were definitely invented in like the eighties. 
but like yeah. that's like the big big old kind yeah yeah i mean there, there was i remember windows 85 so obviously i'm like okay that makes sense right right but i feel like computer operator in in that sense means because i feel like maybe computers were like so fucking huge yeah yeah in a back room so you had to someone had to... to be there it's like in Severance when he's like has to just stand there on the computer, like <laughs> holding both buttons at the same time. Like someone always had to be doing that for a computer to work. <laughs> for the longest time, from 1985 to 1990, it was Bill Gates mm-hmm. just standing there <laughs> holding them both. And Julie's dad wanted her to do that because it's a yeah. lucrative job, but she wants to be a dancer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and then. I love the scene where they show them in the church. Yeah, the weird alternative cutting edge church, as as described by the pastor. I was like, what? What what did you take that to mean? Like they're okay with gay people, but no, probably not even that. So I don't know. Yeah, they were like, we're cool. I like talk about Jesus like he's my buddy. Yeah, that's that's what I that's what I feel like. Uh, yeah, like I, I don't get edge. it. Like, yeah, they were like Jesus was actually an IVF baby, and they were okay with that. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, like it was just like stuff like that. Like, it's always funny to me when I'm just like, they think alternative or like progressive means just like I am cool and talk to the both men and the women at my church and treat them yeah. kinda equally. Yeah, the women are allowed to sit in the pew without their husbands. <laughs> That's how yeah. they are progressive. And guess what? I remember all of their names. <laughs> I look them right in the eyes and shake their hands. Yeah. Uh, and then the dad, her and her dad, like, disagree about things. And she, he's like, well, what do you disagree with me about? And she's like, I just think it's okay to wear whatever you want. And let your hair grow down to your butt if you want to. Uh, to which the dad said, when did you start saying butt? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. No, I, I really... Which, yeah. <laughs> a real glimpse. I really love... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was like, I was like, he's right. Yeah, when was butt... When did butt become acceptable in this house? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's 19 God. years old. <laughs> do you... Do you do you ever remember the first time you either heard one of your parents curse or you did curse in front of your parents? I Yes, yes. I remember one time we were driving. We were going to like see a play or a concert or something. And I guess like they didn't have our tickets. And my mom thought she ordered tickets or didn't or something like that. And she like was at the box office thing and she was like, they fucked up because she was so mad. And I was like, <gasps> Oh I my god! It was literally the same thing, but with my dad, we were like in a car, and I think like someone almost hit him or something, and mm-hmm. he said the basically the equivalent in Arabic of like "fuck you" or something, and I was like, mm-hmm. "What? Who are you?" I, was, <laughs> I literally was just like, <laughs> I remember at the time I was like, "I think my dad is going to hell." <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You really fucked up. I remember the first time I said fuck. I was in second grade and I was on the playground at recess. And I think this kid was just like, you won't say it. And I was like, I will say it. And I just said, like, out of no context, just like, fuck. And then my guilt just got to me 
yeah. over the next few days i like I, t- I confessed to my mom and she was like okay <laughs> don't i guess you know <laughs> like, what kids are so ridiculous about that that is so funny because like I've had that one, like, stuff like I just, like, yeah, I would say something like this or whatever. And I would go and confess to my parents because they feel mm-hmm. so ridden feel with so guilt. so bad. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's a, like, I literally wake up in the morning and just think about it. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, God, like, I have we to could say care something. Less. Could care yeah. less. <laughs> God. And it's just so funny how now it is. I'm just like, oh, I don't tell my parents anything. And I never plan to tell them. <laughs> even if they ask, what are you even talking about? I call my mom every day and I'm like, today I said, fuck, shit, bitch. <laughs> just run through the list. <laughs> no, I remember being a kid. I just like, before like saying bad words or something, I used to like say them in my head, kind of like to practice. Practice. <laughs> <laughs> I just be like, fuck. I'm like, I'm like, now I just have to say it out loud. So brave. Yeah, yeah but once, once you're like in middle school, it's just like that. Like everyone around you says it and I'm just like, what what the fuck we're doing? I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what this generation of children thinks about cursing. Maybe they're God, over have... it. Are they yeah, just I, no I, curse I, words? I feel, like they, I feel like their parents curse. I feel like because their parents curse in front of them, probably they just think it's not cool. Oh, have you seen the TikTok trend? I love it. It's like parents bring their baby, like toddler, into the bathroom. And they're like, I'm going to leave this video recording and I'm going to leave the bathroom and you can take this time to say any curse word you want. And they leave and then it's just like a baby looking at the camera and they're like, fuck, 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 fuck. And there's like an, uh, there's one that's like an Irish baby and she's just like, fucking hell or something. It's the cutest thing ever. I have to find that. That's so funny. And I'm like, how do these babies like even know this? But definitely they just hear their parents. <laughs> that is so funny to me. Uh, what if you leave a baby and they're like, Jesus loves you and you should not curse. And I'm like, Jesus yeah. Christ, what that the was, fuck is this? It was a test. This? It was a test and we raised you right. Yeah, I kicked the baby out of the house. I'm like, what a fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah, loser. Yeah. Um, but then, so Julie eventually arrives in new york city and she's taking a taxi and the driver tells her there's criminals all over the place in new york and then we see eric arriving at the loft apartment and i just loved what he said uh when i walked through the doors i saw a new world i saw exciting things weird things furniture kitchen rooms bathrooms it was like my house but it was just right there and I was like, has this man never been in a place outside of his house before? <laughs> you, know, you know what? You know what? I made it's fun just... of him at first, but I was like, this would be me if I if I ever walk into a two-bedroom apartment in New York City. A hundred percent. It was a pretty sick apartment. Um, but also when he was saying, like, <laughs> I saw exciting and weird things, they showed, the camera just showed, like, a lava lamp and, like, a fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> just like a in laundry like in unit laundry and me walking in and be like i have seen stuff i've never seen in my life like it's a whole new world yeah a dishwasher (laughs) yeah i've looked inside of it and i think of seeing god yeah yeah it was nice yeah and yeah all of them are like so it's there's eric who's a model there's uh there's heather she's in a major rap group she said major major her words not me 
I did look it up. It was called Boogie Down Productions was the rap group that she was in. That's pretty major. Pretty major. Yeah. If yeah. If you've heard of that. And yeah, all of them are like in the arts. One of them like is in NYU students. And all Mm -hmm. of them again lived in New York City before. Except for Julie. And yeah, yeah, they were like sitting around the table talking together. And then Heather's Bieber goes off. And Heather, so for context, early nineties, so early nineties, yeah. have a beeper. And, and Heather, for context, is is a black woman. She's this in this major rap group. And Julie's <laughs> like, "Why do you need a beeper for? Do you sell drugs?" Yeah, and Which, everyone was she like, did, "She said it in a joking way." Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did. She but did. It was it was a bit racist, and they had a discussion about it. <laughs> It was funny because, yeah, like I said, like all of them are like from New York and stuff like that. So, like, they know what and what not to say. And, uh, yeah, they were like, mm-hmm. everyone was just like, yeah, what was that? Oh, my God. Blah, blah, blah. And then she, and they show Julie and she's like, I am the least racist person ever. Okay. Yeah. She's like, my dad is racist. <laughs> I'm <laughs> she, not racist. She, like, she said literally, that, literally. She literally threw her dad. My dad does not like, like black people. <laughs> straight up. Straight up, not even. I. It was so funny because she was like, I was like, oh, my dad is racist, as in like what? And then she was like, oh, it's just nineties racism. Yeah, I have a question. Like, yeah, what's the difference between a beeper and a pager, or is there a difference? I think I the same. everyone had one like at this time before cell phones, so I didn't know it was like a drug dealer stereotype thing. I think. I think. Yeah, I think only only Julie did not have them. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because like, they just like it just like alerts you that someone wants to talk to you, so you go find a landline phone and then call them, right? Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Or like if you have them at like a hospital or something, but no, but that's different. Wait, I thought that was also the same thing. Like that's also like when you're like, oh, they need me and like so and so. I guess, yeah, but this was like this was like a pre cell phone thing that just everyone had. Hmm. I'm I'm googling right now pager a pager also known as a peeper is a okay, wireless so telecommunication same. device that receives and displays <laughs> uh like yeah. I mean you can type words in it, I guess. I guess uh, you're right. I guess that is what they use at a hospital. But Yeah, yeah. But it's not, that's like a walkie talkie. Ex- pretty much but for texting and stuff because like also i don't think you can like write like a very long text it's more like no i see you and you just send it and they're I don't like think okay you can write in. yeah it's just like a beep it just sends you a beep yeah 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 it's like yeah sos well, this what is a, just what stupid a... conversation i mean i mean i don't know i mean <laughs> hey i i did not have a computer until like the 2000s so i'm like i'm right uh, yeah yeah <laughs> I'm new to I'm new to technology. Uh, also, yeah. So the also the apartment has a dog and a cat, which I love. I know. I was like, who brought the dog and the cat, or were they just there? I know. <laughs> it was never explained, but I love that too. <laughs> also, okay. There's 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 this one weird conversation during the first episode, and I really thought they were gonna like dig more into it, and they just did mm-hmm. not. But. 
one of the guys was, I think it's Eric, I can't remember who exactly, but he was like, you know what? Yeah, I remember my first kiss when I was seven <laughs> years old. I do not remember the first time I had sex. And everyone was like, what do you mean? He was like, I just don't remember the first time I had I had sex. I just don't remember it. And the, like, the music slowed a bit. And I was like, this feels very cold open SVU. What are we doing here? Yeah, that was that was dark. He didn't. He was like, I don't remember who it was or who the girl is at all. Yeah, and I was like, okay, that was but he... an interesting conversation they were ha- having, like with the group. They were like, there was like a book that they found about like love and sex and relationships, and they were just like yeah, asking yeah. each other questions from the group from the book. And one of the first ones they asked was, "Would you rather suffer a nerve injury that numbed your entire genital region?" Or one that made you completely deaf. And the guy, Andre, was immediately, like, deaf. And then they're like, aren't you a musician? Like, that? <laughs> your job is music. And he's like, oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just numbed, I guess? I wouldn't be... I wouldn't want to be deaf. Yeah. Also, also, like, I feel like if you get numb in your genital area, because if you're, like, if you're not feeling... If you're not capable of feeling like like aroused or anything, you're not gonna like miss having sex, I guess. I don't know. Like Yeah. Like you won't have well, the you, urge yeah. at least. But when you're deaf, that affects so much in your life. Yeah. You know? Like it affects your day to day life, but like if you like can't feel anything, you know, obviously it's very inconvenient, but it's not gonna like you still can go on with your life and do stuff and whatnot. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Look, I get musician. it, Mahanad. Yeah. You don't fuck. <laughs> Some of us, though, are cool. I, I just, me and Andre. Go, I just don't want to go deaf. It's just, you know what? I, obviously, like, Which... ju- just in general, but like, god damn it! Like, I watched that fucking movie. I can't remember what it's called, but like, it was Riz Ahmed, where he's like a, a drummer in a in a oh. heavy metal band and he goes deaf yeah and they did the such a great job of like uh like of like of someone like suddenly going deaf and how they have to like deal with life and everything and it, it was really fucked me up i could like i could barely like finish it the thing is i feel like there's a lot of like advancements now in like medical technology when you're yes. deaf like yes. you can get like a cochlear implant and like they're figuring yeah. out, it seems to me, like, from an outside perspective, they're figuring out how to, like, cure it more so than, like, if you're blind, you're just blind, you know? Oh, God. Um, yeah, that's like, another that thing, too. Horrifying. Yeah, I no, I know, I know. Yeah, well, moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, it's just, I don't want to lose any of my senses. Ugh. No. Or any of my <laughs> limbs. Oh, God. Like, I remember, like, okay, like this is the closest thing I've ever gotten to it. It's like when I got COVID and I couldn't smell or taste. And I was like, oh, yeah. I would lose my mind if That's if I could never that smell that like that. That never happened yeah. to me when I got COVID. And it just, like, seems like such a such an alarming thing that they were like, oh. Oh, it's okay. So clearly just, something's going on in the brain <laughs> with this disease. God, but we're it, not it really... sure what. <laughs> It really fucked me up so bad because, like, you can't smell, you can't taste, everything just tastes nothing. And I have never, 
I have never been more excited when I finally <laughs> could smell how bad the litter box was. Oh for the god. Cats. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, cat poop, finally. I can smell it. <laughs> um, we're back, baby. A blessing and a curse. But it's it's funny because like you know what? Someone pointed this out, but like back in like early uh March and like uh February and stuff. If you go and look at like some Google reviews, like Yelp reviews of restaurants and stuff, the main complaint was, ugh, the food was so bland and mm-hmm. it tastes like nothing. And I was like, oh, no one knew Everyone back had then. COVID. Yeah. I think I saw one that was like of a candle company and they're like, none of these candles smell like anything. Oh my God. <laughs> like March 2020. <laughs> <laughs> that is so wild. <laughs> That's so funny, though. Um, but yeah, so, so it yeah. seems like in this season, maybe they just haven't gotten into the job thing yet. But I know in future seasons, they like they assign them jobs that they have to have for the whole season, and if they like get fired from the job, they have to leave the show. Uh, oh, some of them I didn't they- know that. Yeah, I yeah, I was reading about that, but I don't know if they, God, this season it yeah. seems like they're just like just go about your life in general, I guess. Um, and they do. I love that they did confessionals. I think that was like they were one of the first ones to do that with reality TV. But yeah. I like that they did the confessionals. Like it was like a guy sitting in a bathtub was giving his <laughs> confessional rather than yeah. just like in an interview booth. So that was great. No, that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh yeah, and then I mean they show them going about their lives and stuff like that. And again, this is literally about Julie integrating to the big cities, going on a motorbike, uh, going to restaurants. Well, that going was to see weird. People. She goes up to a guy, like a motorcycle gang, and is like, Can I ride your motorcycle? And they just like everyone else lets her do it. And she gets on the back of a man's motorcycle and rides around with him. I was like, that's not a safe, not a safe no, thing I, to do in New York but City. That, but that's the thing. I feel like if you're new to New York City and you're not aware of it, everything around you just feels like a big, like, uh, you're just kind of in this adventure land where you can just do whatever you want. It's just like a big circus. You yeah. can just like ask people. Everyone there is a performer. You're still enjoying street performances. You still love mm-hmm. Showtime that's on the true. subway. You know? Yeah, yeah. I did like so they went to one of the girls was a musician and they had she had like a show and so all the roommates went to go see her perform. And one of the guys in the confessional was like, I wouldn't say she was the most impressive singer, (laughs) but it was great. God. I thought she was good. No, she was good. Yeah, I I liked her stuff. Uh, But then they were like switched to this like uh, dinner at the restaurants where it was Julie and uh, Heather and uh, fuck, what's the other guy's name? Uh, oh, uh, no, Ooh. Kevin. It's not Kevin. Yes, uh, you see the so one that like, he thought he was going to go to law school, but now he's a poet. <laughs> it was <laughs> yes. I was like classic. Uh, so yeah, it was like two black people and then like this Julie from Alabama and they were basically just kind of like, oh yeah, she said to him, she said to uh, Kevin, she was like, actually, I think you're the one who's uh, prejudiced against white people. Uh, yeah, yeah, she did say you that. Sound so, you sound so bitter and then he was like, yeah, because I am. <laughs> right, and yeah, like, yeah, she's like, oh. 
And he and he was like, yeah, well, ask yourself, why is that? And I will say this, okay? I like that when she they had her at the confessional after, she was like, she, instead of like doubling down, she, she was like, these guys are so smart. And they're yeah. so sure of their opinions. And I feel like I really need to, like, I don't want to fuck up. I feel like I need to really catch up and learn more. And I was like, okay. That yeah, is, she was self-aware. She was like, I don't want to be the, like, bumblefuck like southern idiot of the group yeah so i think she was genuinely a little bit aware of her ignorance and hopefully yeah. it, it goes well um i think it went well because we found her instagram account oh yeah yeah and she's 52 now because again she's the show happened in the 90s <laughs> loudly racist on instagram <laughs> i mean she's not so. yeah but but she i mean she had a, a you know what at she, we know for at maybe she's not progressive, but like at the same time, she, I, we know she's not a Republican because she was like had like this like Stonewall shirt and like stuff like that and like yeah, uh, yeah. So like okay, mind, so, yeah. It blew my mind that she had a twenty-two year old son now because I, I mean know. time has passed. Nineteen twenty-two yeah. was decades ago. Well, yeah, nineteen ninety-two. Yeah, like we were like one year old and they were like nineteen. Right, yeah, so it makes sense that they would be like 20 years older than us currently yeah. <laughs> still. But still, but, yeah. Wow. Oh, another another thing Julie said that I was like, oh, you sweet little idiot, was when she was talking to Eric, and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm a model. I also have like recently started like getting into like commercials and trying to do acting. And she was like, oh, wow, so you must make a lot of money. <laughs> and he was like... <laughs> Uh no. Like I am. Like oh, welcome poor. to New York. Everyone's <laughs> just trying to be an actor and has no money. God, yeah. I'm like, That's I'm like Julie. You're probably ri- you're probably richer than all of them, and your dad probably has like a I don't know what he does, but if you if yeah. you're Van- if your dad is a trucker, you're richer than all of these kids. <laughs> I know. Oh, uh, but. Oh, did you know, apparently, they did, like, a reunion season of this cast in, like, 2021. They was, like... Oh, wow. They brought all the same people back to live in a house for, like, a short, like, limited series amount of episodes. Oh, I have to find that. Oh, my God. Yeah, and apparently, in the first episode, they Eric got COVID. <laughs> and so he was just like FaceTiming in the whole time. So he couldn't actually even be there. Oh. And then there was another fight about race, apparently. And one of the girls, not Julie, but another girl, Becky, like left the house because they like said she was racist or something and she wouldn't come back. So this oh, is a uh, yeah, long running issue with this show. With the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My I think God, so. I yeah. mean, like, I think a lot of it is like very, like, just social, like, people being around people they're not used to being around, and like the conflicts that come up with that. I was reading about seasons where it's like there's apparently a lot of there's a lot of like racial debates. There was a lot of like sexuality debates where people were like uncomfortable oh, with course, certain things, yeah. and like, uh, yeah. So that's no, that that know. makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um. But yeah. You know Karamo no. from from Queer Eye was on The Real World. That's like oh, how I he had no fucking idea. Started that out, make, yeah. You know what? That makes so much sense because like in in Queer Eye, I'm like, what what are you? Yeah. 
<laughs> and still, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a like cultural expert or whatever. I'm just like, right. what does that mean? <laughs> uh, Nothing. No, I, I I mean, respectfully, I find him so corny, but it makes sense that he was in the real world. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting yeah. to watch his season. Yeah, no, I I have to find it. Like, do you know what city was that in? No idea. Yeah, because I don't know where Karam was from. But, but yeah, there were a lot him, of people. A lot of people that I was like, yeah, didn't know came from the real world. Yeah, apparently a lot of people like make like went on to like have like successful like careers and stuff like that, like in TV mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. Which again makes uh makes sense. Uh. But but yeah, I'm 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 curious to like go in and like see who are other people that we know who are famous who are like came from that because like I feel like that we have a lot of like famous figures that you're always like what 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 are you why are you yeah. famous where, where did yeah. this come from it was I it, liked it I liked watching it I thought it was a good show and it yeah. was definitely like kind of slow for the reality TV we're used to because it was, you know, the early 90s and it, they were still trying to make TV be very much like documentary style, I think. Um, but I think I'm sure in the like, later, yeah. there's also later like not, seasons, there's they no, like... Yeah. Because there's no prize at the end or something. You know, there's like right. nothing they're like right. fighting for. They're just like living every day. Just get along. Yeah, just talk to each other. <laughs> just observe like the human condition, I guess. Which is yeah, interesting. Yeah, it is literally a show about the human condition. Mm-hmm. Relationships. Is, and yeah. Yeah, which is fun. We all love the human condition. Me, personally, <laughs> a big fan of the human condition. I love to wake up every day and experience the human condition. I love to wake up and experience the emotions that comes with the day. <laughs> you know, you're like, wow, today is the day. What is it? Today is Thursday? Nice. Have you what ever else? had really bad roommates? Like, speaking god. of real world. Yes, oh my god, in Portland. Uh, really? I I only stayed there for like two or three months. Uh, it was a big, it was like a big house. Like, literally it was like, like the real world. Because like it was a big house. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like, the, like I had like six roommates. Uh, but again, there was like a... Th- kind of like a three-floor house so like we had a lot of bathrooms and like you know space and all of that and they were not they were not bad people it just like the lifestyle was so different mm-hmm. uh so they were like all like into like nature and hiking and like that was their like thing and that's how they most of them know each other mm-hmm. and they like loved cooking and making food together like very communal very and i was just like bro i just want to be in my fucking room yeah. yeah and i was like like, I can't do this. And then, like, they really wanted me, like, involved in, like, stuff like that. And it kind of made it sound like I was, like, trying to be, like, I did not like them or didn't like to hang out. And I'm just like, bro, I just, no, I just, I, and, I, and at that time, I just started doing comedy. It's like, I just want to do my gigs at night, come back, and, like, I have my friends outside of this. I'm not trying to become friends. I just literally just want to pay cheap rent, and that's it. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, like three months in, I was like, I can't fucking do this, man. Like, I, I can't talk about nature. I can't talk about hiking. I can't like go with you on a more hiking trip. I'm like, I fucking hate this shit. Oh, God, like, hiking w- is awful, and it's a villain. Like, it's a villain. 
like here's the, here's the thing okay i'll hike in like if like <laughs> we're like in a different country and this is like new space for us and like in the like and my idea of hiking if i'm gonna hike i want to see views the whole time mm-hmm. and at the end of the hike there better be the most beautiful view ever yeah yeah i i can but... respect i can enjoy a hike if all the conditions are correct and right yeah and it's not that hard and it's not and it's nice out and i'm not tired and there's no bugs exactly and... like a hike for me should be like <laughs> a very long walk in the nature yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, I do. It's I like, can do walking. If there were like a paved path, I would accept that too, like a exactly. sidewalk. Exactly. But yeah, but yeah, that was my my failed attempt at transitioning into our segment, villain yeah. of the week. Who is your Who's your villain of the week, Mohammed? Thank God, uh, my villain of the week is this, and uh, it comes back to our point about like how cold it has been outside and the wind and and all of that. It's it's not subway station per se. It's subway stations that are outside. Oh uh, yeah. What a who who approved that? Why am I in the subway station and I have to climb the stairs and suddenly I'm outside on an elevation, so it's even more cold. Mm-hmm. And then and if for some reason I swear to it's always the F and the G. I can't remember the, which station it is, but F and the G. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm standing there, and because it's cold and because it's always windy, the train is always in 15 minutes. It's never coming now. Yeah. Above ground trains run slower, I think, so they probably come less often. Yeah. Yeah. And those are my villains because I'm just like, subways are meant to be underground. That's where the sub, I think, comes from. Why are Uh, they? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, this is not a subway. This is like just because it's a like a submarine train. or submerged. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> so. I, like we spent the next two minutes usually like realizing it and making examples. Yeah, realizing what a pre like a prefix <laughs> is. <laughs> but I okay, I agree and disagree with you because I think yes, right now in the winter pretty bad to be standing in the cold waiting for the train but other times it's awful to have to go underground and be boiling hot and if to stand in the breeze i'm like oh this is nice i agree i and i also i do like sometimes when uh like i think it's maybe the f train or something whatever like goes on uh the uh Manhattan, like the uh, it's the so bridge. pretty. Yeah, the views are so nice from it. I don't care how many times I pass by that. I'll always stand up and watch outside. I fucking love it. It's so it's beautiful. Very like New York City is magical. <laughs> I know. I know. I feel it. Yeah, every time. Yeah, it's honestly lovely. And I and I know I said like I love that the the show that we talked about took place in New York. But there's always like places in New York that I'm like when I feel like when I'm feeling the worst, I like to go to because you're just like, oh wow, I live yeah. in the city. It's so yeah. magical, like where? so beautiful. Like where? I want to like I I well I used to go. So when I I uh, lived in Fort Greene, I used to go to Dumbo a lot at the stairs, uh, by mm-hmm. the water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you get to see, and you get to see all of Manhattan and stuff like that, and it's yeah. so beautiful, especially at night, you know, or like even like at during the day. To be honest, you also like because from there also you can see the Statue of Liberty as well. Yeah, like Brooklyn Bridge Park. 
yeah, that area. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. it. I love it so much. And I love, like, literally whenever I was in a bad mood, I would go there and just, like, stare. And it's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, you have, you have these big stairs and you have, like, all of these, like, uh, tourists and, like, people. And it's kind of like, okay, I'm like, okay, I live in this city. I'm like, you know. Because, like, sometimes I feel like you, you stay inside your house and you, a lot that you're like, I could be literally anywhere. This could be Missouri. I could be doing, yeah. And then you step outside and you're like, oh, I could do anything. I could go to, 100%. like, uh, the opera. I could go to an art museum. I God. could see skyscrapers. It's so funny, yes, because literally every time I do something in New York, I'm just like, why am I not outside more? Jesus why don't I Christ. do this more? I know, too. Like, even yesterday at the show, like, the show was very fun, and we were, like, at Union Hall, and I'm just like, this is, like, something that a normal that I can, like, do whenever. Mm-hmm. But I don't, and I'm just like at home, and I'm just like, uh, just whatever, like in my head or something. I'm like, oh, I, I really need to go out more. This is it's so Jesus funny. Christ. We started out talking about how much we love to be at home, and now it's like, but also being not at home is really <laughs> nice. I, uh, true, but I guess I'm talking mainly about New York, doing New York things. Like, yes, I agree. I if, agree. Yeah, like if I'm outside and like just like a restaurant or like something like that, like with friends, and like if it goes like longer or like a bar or something, I'm like, okay, this is like mm-hmm. an activity I could do in any city in America. But like, yeah, but like a very specific New York experience, you're like, yeah. oh, I should be doing this more. Literally, people like travel from outside the country to come here and do this, and I have it if I just go on the train, and I don't. Exactly, like so, escape yeah. rooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. Were no, you the only thing escape that rooms? every single city has. Uh, they might have escape rooms, but yeah, I yep. I know for a fact that you don't have Beat the Bomb. Beat the Bomb. I know. I got an email from Beat the Bomb recently, and it made me remember. I get so many text so messages fun. from them. They oh, always yeah. have. Yeah, they're like, "Oh my God, are you ready to beat the bomb?" I'm like, I know that you cannot beat. They the wished bomb. me Shut a happy up. Valentine's Day. Beat the Bomb did. <laughs> Like, come have a romantic date at Beat the Bomb. <laughs> that is so For anyone funny. who doesn't know, Beat the Bomb is like like an escape room, but it's like a series of rooms with puzzles. And at the very end, you have to like do a final type of like video game style puzzle. And if you lose, which everyone loses, they shoot you with like a exploding like paint gun. <laughs> yeah. And that's the bomb. My God. It was it was very fun and also very stressful. Uh, yeah, it was but... you, were, you were very bad at it. Oh, yeah. You were stressing yeah. me out. <laughs> yeah, because here's the thing about Beat the Bomb. It, a lot of it was like, it involved a bit of math. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Some of that. I hate math. I fucking hate math so much. I hate doing these like uh, equations and stuff like that. But when we got to the, honestly, like when the, the bomb exploded, and I was like, hell yeah. Now that's fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, of course. It would be disappointing to go and not have it explode on you. Like, I'd be like, exactly. just spray me with it anyway. Like, that's the whole point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so speaking of that, who is your uh, villain of the week? Okay, so my villain of the week is both Pizza Hut and Papa John's. Oh, yeah. And this is a bit of Tell a delay villain of the week because it's from a couple weeks ago, but we've been we've been away. So... On the Super Bowl, I wanted wings. That was like my only requirement was I wanted to eat some wings and watch the little Super Bowl. So 
me and Naeem did some research to figure out where the best wings were. And like Buffalo Wild Wings was also closed for some reason. I think they were just like, we're not, we're not doing this. That's um, so fucked up. Yeah. So some website said that the best wings are from Pizza Hut, actually. And I've not had them. So I was like, okay, let's let's get pizza okay. and wings. That actually sounds great. And I I grew up on Pizza Hut. I don't think I've had it since I was like a child. Like I became yeah. like a, do- a Domino's adult. So <laughs> same. Same. I didn't even know there was a Pizza Hut in New York, but apparently there is in Brooklyn and they were within delivery stuff. So we ordered pizza and wings and mm-hmm. out, like it's been like two and a half hours and we're like, I get it. They're busy. It's the Super Bowl, but it Jesus. still says like it hasn't even left Pizza Hut yet. Oh, God. So, Jesus Christ. And it keeps like we keep getting more like it's delayed. It's delayed a little bit more. It's delayed a little bit more. And we're like, OK. <laughs> So I was just like, let's call. And because, like, if it's just not going to come, like, yeah. let's just fig- let's figure call, something let's else call the out. Hut. Yeah. Get something from somewhere else. So we call on hold for like 20 minutes. They keep coming oh, on the God. phone and being like, can you say the name again? Uh, okay, we're going to go look and just try to see what's the status. And then they finally, they were like, we can't find anything to do with your order or evidence of it at all. And we're like, what? what? So they were just like, we don't know. We don't know. We can't give you an answer. So goodbye. Fuck that. Fuck that. So immediately we order Papa John's because there's a Papa John's near me. I was like, we can go pick it up and not have to worry about this delivery situation. Yeah. So we order pizza and wings from Papa John's. And as it's ready and Naeem is leaving to go pick it up, (laughs) um, (laughs) uh, the Pizza Hut comes (laughs) or no we get a notification that the pizza hut is like about to arrive and we're like what so i'm like fuck because we're gonna obviously try to get a refund for the pizza hut and now we have both coming so he goes and gets the papa john's i stay to receive the pizza hut the pizza hut comes they did not bring the wings at all they forgot the wings they brought one ice cold pizza like the coldest pizza i don't even know if it had been in the oven ever it was the coldest piece i've ever seen in my life so we didn't eat it at all and then the papa john's pizza was fine the wings were literally like chicken nuggets with like the tiniest chicken nuggets i showed you a picture it's like a drizzle like a drizzling a mist of buffalo sauce on them we wanted buffalo wings and it was like oh someone literally took a flick of buffalo sauce and flicked the box and they're like that's good enough you know what? I'll say this. Uh, if you have listened to the episode until this very moment and you heard about the wings that look bad, I, I can assure you they look extremely bad. If you go and follow us on Instagram, we will post a picture there as villain of the week. Yes, yes. Good idea. Go to your, our Instagram <laughs> and look there. They're so sad, but I still ate them. And. I mean, I mean, you pay for it. You have to. I was like, sure, it's like a chicken nugget, yeah. But yeah, what the hell? And we didn't do Domino's. We didn't even try Domino's because I've had Domino's wings before, and they are really bad. I honestly didn't know. Like, I mean, I feel like yeah, when you look at a pizza place, you never look at the wings. So I'm like, whoever tried that, you know what? You you should yeah. I feel like now you should never trust the opinion of someone who decided to get wings from a pizza place and then say those are the best wings I've ever had. Because that person has never had wings from a wings place. 
We still don't know. We never got those Pizza Hut wings. That could have been the best thing I've ever had. I'll just oh, never know. Oh my god, right. Yeah, you never did. And you can't order them now because it's just like, what are we doing? Exactly. I told you, did I tell you about the other Pizza Hut incident where they brought us one half of a pizza? Oh, I think you told me about that. My God. I don't know if I what ever told fuck? it on the podcast. There what was the a one half of a pizza, pizza in the Hut? box. <laughs> we are like, what? I think the delivery driver took the other half, but in what uh, world? But the thing is, like, put it where? Like, how did he, like, cut it? And they're like, do you have an extra box? Right, right. Was it premeditated? <laughs> yeah. Because the other alternative is that they only made half and they get, put it in a box. And that is even more wild. Exactly. Every every possibility of that situation is wild, which is why it's been months and I haven't stopped thinking about it. Yeah. Or did I he feel stand like... there? Or did he eat them in the car on the way? May I... This honestly could only be explained as like a bet between co-workers. Yeah. I kind of want to do like a nine part like uh, podcast, like true crime investigation into it. <laughs> like a serial, like I was half. trying to figure out what happened. Yeah. Just calling the yeah. store on and, the air. And then it, <laughs> it would be one of those documentaries that start at, as one thing and then just like devolves into like something else. Uncover like a huge company wide like extortion at Pizza Hut. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my god, yeah. Like like I feel like it would be the the podcast would like be named something that has nothing to do with Pizza Hut and it's just like the music man and then you have to listen to... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck is the music man? <laughs> and it's it all started with a half a pizza. <laughs> god damn it honestly it's so grimming because i'm just like because like yeah if you like if you start a podcast and it says how did half a pizza delivered to a couple in brooklyn devolved into an organized crime link and the music man i will never stop listening until i get to that point let's do it (laughs) i feel like we need to make shit up like that's what this podcast is now (laughs) sorry everyone (laughs) Yeah, I hope you listen this far, or else you'll tune in next week, and it'll just be nonsense. It is true. It is true crime, but is it true? Well, you gotta keep listening. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the Music Man, everybody. <laughs> the name of this episode is gonna be "You Could Be Music Man on Television." <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Oh my god. Well. Uh, All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for uh, listening. And if you have not had wings before, well, you know where not to have them. Yes, yes. And follow us on Instagram and follow our Patreon. Yes. And we will see you next week. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.